0: politics without the soap opera with unfiltered constitutional conservative truth the conservative review with daniel Horowitz.
1: and welcome back fellow american patriots and minutemans standing at the ready to guard our liberties to plow new ground to forge a new future if that's what you're looking for this is your place one-stop shop for the news that matters and the way it matters at the time it matters with the proper solutions. This is your host, Daniel Horowitz, back here today at CR Podcast, August 9th, the anniversary of the atom bomb being dropped on Nagasaki. And yesterday, an atom bomb was dropped on America, or was it? Was the atom bomb really dropped on us March 2020? It's just everyone was asleep. But now that it affects Mr. Trump, oh, now it's a different story. Well, you know what? I'm all for that. If this is what it's going to take to get people to focus on what matters in the way it matters at the time it matters, if this is what it takes to get people to basically push towards national divorce and changing up the way we do things and changing the type of people we elect at a local level and the type of strategies we employ to interpose against the federal government, then I'm all for this. And I'm glad that it took the rating of Trump's house to get people activated even though this was going on to poor ordinary citizens trump supporters beforehand and trump left them out you know high and dry by the way um but color me skeptical that aside from the typical outrage mongering and you know fox news type of, oh look at what they're doing Uh, vote republican uh and we'll hold some hearings and raise some fundraising emails off of it Color me a skeptical that we're going to change much beyond that. But as always, we are going to plow a path forward on what to do, what we should be doing um, so we don't get distracted. First, our sponsor today, folks, uh, you know, with supply chains really, really languishing, we are going to be facing shortages. And now is the time to get prepared to have gear in your kit, a survival kit. What's the most important piece of gear in your kit? Well, it's the one you need and don't have. Make sure you're outfitted for every situation with new gear every month from Battle Box. Battle Box is like a man's toy store. It really is. My uh, son just went on a camping trip with my father. He took all the grandkids, and my son took my uh, Battle Box flashlight and outdoor cooking stove. Uh, really terrific. The flashlight's unbelievable. Uh, basically, you order every month. So you go to battlebox.com/slash conservative with your order, you get a free mystery box worth 115 plus bucks with any new subscription. So aside from your monthly box, you get that mystery box full of amazing, amazing gear. Um, I love the outdoors, and for all of us, we might have to survive on this type of stuff anyway. Um, so if you're into the outdoors, into camping, getting the best gear for yourself, um, not only takes time, but can be incredibly expensive. So that's why BattleBox brings you name-brand, high-quality products every month at half the price of what they'd cost on their own. Um, They have great aquapod emergency water kits, um, outdoor cooking stoves, and flashlights, all sorts of things, uh, very sharp knives, by the way. you got to watch out with that. Um, Battlebox, BattleBox has shipped over 1 million boxes since 2015, They've been featured everywhere from the New York Times to Survivor's Edge. Find out why outdoor enthusiasts call BattleBox the best gear I never knew I wanted. And it really is. It's like a toy store. So go to BattleBox.com slash conservative. That's a free mystery box with 115 plus bucks right now at Try BattleBox. That's Try BattleBox. I'm sorry. I gave you the wrong URL there. TryBattleBox.com slash conservative. TryBattleBox.com slash conservative. So, look, I'm just as outraged as you guys are as everyone is, but i'm I'm just a little bit taken aback that people are like, "Oh my gosh, the FBI, could you believe that it's come to this that they're spying on the opposition and raiding the opposition?" And it turns out they got the judge who was Jeffrey Epstein's lawyer. Yeah, I mean, dude, could you believe that they arrested Vicki white in in Minnesota and put her in solitary confinement for opening a business during Covid? Could you believe that they criminalized human breathing, that they fired people for not getting a jab, that they foisted a jab upon people, much less mandated it, that killed likely hundreds of thousands of people in America? Could you believe they denied treatment? Could you believe they unleashed the virus on us, that even the chairman of the Lancet Committee on the Origins of COVID believes that it was U.S. technology behind this creation? Yes, welcome to the Fourth Reich. Could you believe that for over a year and a half veterans and patriots have been sitting in solitary confinement sitting pre-trial uh, in pre-trial lockup for alleged to have committed nothing more than than a, a misdemeanor trespassing of a public building that they were allowed in anyway by the Capitol Police yeah I mean this has been going on uh, you know a couple of weeks ago we had on Dr. Andrew Huff, who worked with Peter Daszak of the EcoHealth Alliance, and he started coming forward saying that, look, I I think Peter's a CIA agent, and I think uh, obviously he was responsible for the creation of COVID. And the FBI started surveilling his house, breaking in, stealing stuff, literally acting like criminals. He's not even alleged to have committed even a misdemeanor or anything. They're doing this all the time, And yet, we've done nothing but have a Republican party that continuously signs off on budget bills, signs off on NDAAs, continues to work with Democrats on everything, says, oh, vote Republican, hold hearings, that's what we'll do, and nothing more. So finally, they go after Trump, and everyone's like, could you believe America has come to this? Yeah, no kidding, buddy. No kidding. You've been asleep for two and a half years. It's ridiculous. If nothing else, it's a a testament to Trump's own fecklessness. The fact that he can't even control his own destiny after being president for four years, he changed nothing. Well, Daniel, it's not his fault. Okay, fine, but then don't lie to me and say, oh, we need to focus on Republicans winning back the House and the presidency. That's not where it's at. You're never going to fix the FBI. You're never going to fix ATF or the IRS. We need to break this country up. You are not going any focus on GOP hearings and the Republican presidential election and Trump needs to run for office. That's continuing the same failed cycle. They just don't get it. They don't get it. So Mitch McConnell, at least as of now, hasn't even put out a statement Kevin McCarthy and Steve Scalise are like, we're going to hold them accountable with hearings. Really? That's all you have to offer? Pathetic. Utterly pathetic. If that's all you have to offer us. It's like, it's within the same prism. They don't break outside that paradigm. That this is not your father's or grandfather's political warfare. We now have the rise of the Fourth Reich, and you have to act accordingly. You have to act accordingly. Now, before I just say what that means, what I think we should be doing, I just want to say that it's funny, a lot of these so-called conservative talk show hosts that are, oh, we need to fight, tai-, you know, defend Taiwan or fight Putin and this and that. And I kept saying, like, we have our own domestic coup here okay we have our own domestic third reich fourth reich how exactly are you going to fight foreign enemies when our own government is the enemy our own government is a bigger enemy than anyone around and no it's not just because they're going after mr trump they're going after each and every one of us like covid fascism did kind of happen and still is going on Oh, that cronyism, they work with Jeffrey Epstein's lawyer who now became a judge to go after Trump. Yeah, just like they work with Pfizer to create products and then mandate them on our bodies and absolve them of liability. But yet Republicans and conservatives never had a problem with that, as much as they fake-fought it. Truly pathetic. I don't want to hear about these hearings. You know, Kevin McCarthy put out a tweet last night saying hey garland you better get ready uh clear your schedule we're gonna be calling you in yeah and doing what with that see i don't mind having hearings but it has to be forward thinking towards something and then you're gonna do what with it and by the way i do think that the left is purposely selecting trump as the nominee they know this is gonna make him a martyr and they're doing it anyway because frankly, they want him over DeSantis, and I don't blame them. So this is, this is actually 3D chess that they're playing to make Trump the nominee because he'll just be feckless like, a, like he always is. I'm sorry. I could sit and praise him like everyone else is today, but it's not about him. He left his own supporters out to dry. They couldn't even get lawyers. And with Trump and all his resources, you know, offered no help for these people. This has been going on for a year and a half, and the Republican Party, including Kevin McCarthy, joined in with it. The January 6th narrative. Suddenly now, all this is terrible. We really got to do something. We have to save our country. Oh, vote Republican to make sure we don't lose our country. I mean, if yesterday didn't prove it, man, we're really about to lose our country. We lost our country. It's over, you idiots. It's over. The United States of America is over with. You will never retrace those steps. You have two choices. One, have all 50 states under this federal tyranny or create as many state and county sanctuaries and break off and interpose, eventually leading to national divorce. Those are the only two options. Then Every effort, every time, every tweet put into focusing on Winning federal elections is a waste of time. Now, there are one or two things we could do at a federal level we're going to talk about. First, our sponsor today. I don't need to remind you guys that, based on what we're seeing, you are being spy- spied upon. Verizon has even admitted it. Between big tech, big pharma, big government, ATF, FBI, they're, they're spying on you. Nothing you do, whether it's email, on the internet, nothing you do is private, which is why I use ExpressVPN, which is sort of a mask, except this one actually works. ExpressVPN is an app that prevents your phone carrier from being able to see the sites you visit and sell it off to third parties. Just one tap of the button and all of your network data gets encrypted, rerouted through ExpressVPN's secure servers. Uh, You could have up to five devices at the same time covered under a family plan like I do. Not only does it shield your web browsing, but ExpressVPN protects all of your network data so you can stay private even when using your favorite apps. When your phone carrier tracks you, that's a gross invasion of privacy, folks. You can either keep letting them do it, just like Republicans, like keep getting beaten up, or you could visit expressvpn.com slash conservative to get the same VPN I use. By the way, I needed to use this to set up a Twitter account because they would zap me. They would have my VPN. So this was a way of getting around that just so I could even like I don't I don't put out tweets, but at least that I could view it. Um very, very important. Uh you're you're insane if you don't have a VPN. Take back your online privacy today and use my link to get three extra months free. Okay. So you're not gonna get that with other uh, VPNs. That's expressvpn.com slash conservative E X P R E S S V P N dot slash conservative. So folks, what what should we be doing? What should we be doing? In, in a perfect world, DeSantis would have other governors to work with and would hold a press conference with all the governors, the republican governors and talk about interposition and not just talk about Trump, but talk about what they what they're doing with spying on enemies and considering DHS considers those who oppose Biden to be the bus- because uh, domestic terrorist threats and literally people, people being held without bail uh, for, for being an opponent of, of Biden people having their political statements used as pretext to lock them up pretrial without bail by the way at a time when criminals are running rampant and that's the thing this is the anarcho-tyranny the border has never been worse the, uh, the Biden administration announced They've they completely gotten rid of return to Mexico policy. No problem. You could just waltz in. Criminals let go left and right. But I would announce at a press conference that we are getting together to block the FBI, the IRS, ATF, from political persecutions. And it means very simple. Okay? See, Republicans like to direct our attention to the next federal election while obfuscating the fact that they already, already commend supermajority control of 20 or so states. Okay? You're not going to fix the federal government. You have to interpose against it. State legislatures should convene an emergency session. That's what the governors should call for. Pass a law barring the FBI from operating within the state to investigate or apprehend individuals based on political opposition. When prima facie they are disproportionately going after people either for nebulous misdemeanors, things that they would never do and never focus on, but it's clearly because they're political opponents they are protected. We need a stronger bill than this, but, but uh, I want to give a shout out to Senator Nathan Dom from Oklahoma, SB 1166, Prohibition on Political Prisoners in Oklahoma Act. It would prohibit the federal government from transporting any January 6th prisoner through the state if they are not being charged with a felony. Okay. So again, it's not just about Trump. We need to make this about everything, about all political opponents. Trump is just one of the 330 million people. Next thing, as we noted, creation of state guards. Florida recently created a state guard. Texas already has one. All the states need to create a state guard and make it clear in this press conference that we will use that guard to confront any federal officials DHS, FBI, ATF, IRS—who target political opponents? Sheriff's posse idea—we talked about that before—to bring in the citizenry together with local law enforcement to create sheriff's posse's citizens' posse's, declaring their county sanctuary counties for constitutional rights, whereby the sheriff pledges to, wor- and, and the governor should give funding to this, to work together with the citizenry to form sheriff's posse's. And their job will be very simple, to, be, to defend victims of federal persecution at a minute's notice, like Minutemen. You are the modern-day Minutemen. So if something like this, what we saw happen to Trump, happened to um, this Michigan gubernatorial candidate, where they're going to come down and raid your um, property, that you will have a, a community patrol that will confront the federal agents. Okay, I mean, anything short of this is a waste of time. This is where it needs to go. And frankly, we would have been at this position had the phony conservative movement not been distracted and focused on what matters and the way it matters at the time it matters for the last two years. Or it would have been so effective that frankly, the Democrats would never have even bothered to uh, screw with us. Wouldn't have gotten this far. Then we get to the federal action items. You buttress the state pushback, because that's where they have the m- most power, in Congress by blocking the fiscal year 2023 budget bill. As soon as they come back, as I've mentioned a million times, from the September, or after Labor Day, from the, from the August recess, there is a budget bill. It's time to harness the moment and force a national inflection point over this and many other issues. And Republicans need to make a list of five or so demands. We will not supply the 10 or so votes to uh, you know, get through the filibuster in the Senate for this budget bill. Unless you commit to repealing the 87,000 IRS agents. Unless you commit to ending these FBI raids. Stop funding Pfizer and all this stuff. You can get to the border. We could talk about what needs to be in there. But if Republicans aren't even promising to do this when they take over in the House, much much less now. And then finally, don't just hold hearings slash the budgets of the FBI, IRS, and ATF. What I would do is rather than just holding hearings, I would pledge to next year pass budget bills limiting the budget of the FBI to be so small that it only covers a purview of, like, Islamic terrorism and, you know, other career violent criminals or something, I would very much spell out statutorily what they can and cannot do. Some people have said completely abolish the FBI. I'm fine with that, too. But at a minimum, create a very short leash with a fraction of the budget. They should also cut funding to the U.S. Attorney's Office in D.C. that is engaged in this political witch hunt of people that did nothing but show up and peacefully protest at the Capitol. And I'd cut their funding until they arrest Ray Epps or prosecute Ray Epps and other FBI agents. In other words, we need a synergistic response from Republicans at a state and federal level. We live in extraordinary times and face unprecedented threats to our liberty. It requires an unprecedented response. It's not a matter of, oh, vote Republican. Oh, some hearings the same go-to talking points. I'm sick of it. Maybe McConnell will just say, we need to give more money to Ukraine. Yeah, that will solve it. Remember that? McConnell said Ukraine is the most important public policy issue so my point is I'm glad people have woken up and if it's going to take going after Trump to create this national divorce I'm fine with it but my fear is it won't even if he gets arrested or charged or something he'll become a martyr in the sense that he's going to announce he's going to run for president so then he'll be the nominee no no matter what because and Democrats I think are doing that on purpose so so what we wait until 2025 and I'm sure when he's president, yeah, he's going to solve all of this. Yeah, yeah. And mind you, I think DeSantis couldn't solve it either. I think it's a waste of time. I think he needs to be the leader of, of the new red state, America. I believe running for president is a waste of time. So it's not just kind of my misgivings about Trump. It's a recognition that the carcass is dead. America is over. The federal system is done. It's not a matter of fixing it. It's being destroyed by it or disentangling yourself from it you're not going to fix it and yet how many Republican governors have even put out a statement I saw Christy Nome did She's probably politically motivated but whatever Glenn Youngkin of Virginia maybe there's a few others but that's what I'm saying they don't, they don't, they don't even care and Kevin McCarthy it's all just a show I'm sick of this where are all the good apples? Whatever happened to back the blue? Okay, you know, I'm, I'm, I always hear that, oh man, you know, most of your average agents are good, your policemen are good, your FBI agents, ATF, DHS. So where are they? Okay, how come we, we never hear from them? Where, where's the dissent? You know, we, we see whenever conservatives get in, the leftist bureaucrats rebel openly. But what about these guys? And you might say, well, Daniel, you know, they're scared. They got to earn a living. All right. Well, that's why we are where we are, because nobody wants to stand up. It's no different than the medical profession. That means that law enforcement is just as rotted out as the medical profession. We're going to have Dr. James Thorpe coming up in a couple of minutes, talking about the OBGYN field, how they literally are demonic and genocidal and killing babies now with the shots. And they throw out everything they understood with fetal maternal medicine for, for years in order to promote Pfizer. Oh, we can't dissent, so everyone has to fall in line. It's the same thing with, with uh, law enforcement. I'm sorry. But this is why I'm not into this back-to-blue thing anymore. I think on net, if it's going to be a situation of North Korea for us and Afghanistan for them, then I'd rather have it all Afghanistan. If Ordered Liberty is not on the menu, then I'd rather, yeah, I'll call the left's bluff. Let's just abolish it all. I'd rather anarchy, aren't anarchy than anarcho tyranny. Okay? So, one of, one of the things I'm referring to is, I don't know, some of you might have seen this, a couple days ago, a letter was sent to Amoland. Amoland News from it was a resignation letter, six-page resignation letter by an ATF agent, Brandon M. Garcia. He worked 18 years there and he said he can no longer in good faith work there. And it's a terrific letter. Go to Ammo Land News and you could find it. And I agree with everything he's saying, except for one thing, but where are where are people like this? I've just reached the point where I cannot in good faith support the direction this government is taking our country, specifically the direction it's taking law enforcement. And he goes on to talk about how law enforcement is basically being used... To go after political dissidents. We can probably agree that law abiding citizens do not commit gun crime. I think that we can probably also agree that the majority of gun owners tend to be more conservative than liberal. So essentially, gun control will only affect law abiding conservative citizens. Therefore, the government is only punishing the conservative population. Similarly, in the summer of 2020, rioters were allowed to burn cities, assault the police, terrorize citizens with little to no consequence. However, the chaos associated with January 6th has resulted in hundreds and hundreds of prosecutions. The vast majority of the defendants have been convicted of simply being there. They didn't even have pallets of bricks or frozen water bottles staged at the scene, let alone Molotov cocktails for them to throw at the police. Still 18 months later, the left continues to be absolutely obsessed with it. Garcia notes that like other cops, ATF agents never did this job because it was fun. Their goal was to lock up violent criminals. I've always said that I do this job for the mission, not the money. That mission used to be locking up violent criminals. I don't know what the mission really is anymore, but I don't like it. And um, goes on to say, over the last couple of years, ATF has been spending a significant amount of time talking about and changing the course of the agency to focus on the gun. Frankly, I don't really care about investigating the gun. I care about investigating the criminal and then plucking the criminal out of society. He also talks about how t- the entire year of 2021 was all about vaccination. And for the first time in his career, he was warned about facing criminal charges for lying about vaccination status. He also notes what, what I've talked about for so long, how the same federal the same federal government has suddenly become weak on gun crimes. They don't care. They're for deincarceration, while Republicans joined in with that. The administration talks a lot about guns in the same sentence they talk about violent crime. However, they say nothing about holding people accountable for the crimes they commit, unless unless it supports their agenda. I agree that gun crime is out of control, but I also know there's a double standard that is being ignored. When horrible tragedies occur with firearms, the left seizes every opportunity to argue for gun control and elimination of certain types of weapon systems. However, specifically in blue states, fewer and fewer defendants associated with gun crimes are actually sentenced to prison. I would argue it's happening in red states, too, but whatever. Additionally, violent crimes committed with firearms are consistently pled down to non-violent crimes, and the defendant again avoids prison. This is not unique to state prosecutors. The U.S. attorney's offices uh, does the same thing. If there's no consequence to committing a crime, then why would a criminal stop? If guns were banned, why would the criminals actually agree to abide by the law? And I'm and I'm reading this and and then he talks about how look, you know, most most uh law enforcement officers don't want this. And and I don't doubt his sincerity and and it's terrific. I'm I'm so glad he's doing this, Agent Garcia. I'd love to talk to him publicly. But why aren't there more people saying what he's saying? Where are these other letters? Where are these FBI agents saying, "Look, in good conscience, I can't do this." I'm not seeing that. Meaning, just like we haven't seen any dissent in the medical field on egregious violations of human rights, science up is down, down is up, hemlock is, is a medicine, medicine is hemlock. It's the same thing with law enforcement. Oh, we're too scared, I'm gonna lose my job. Then, then we're screwed. This is how they enforce the Fourth Reich on everyone. Everyone wonders, "Oh, if I how is it that everyone went along with this in Germany? If I would have been there, I would have done something different. No, you wouldn't. Very few people have dissented. That's the reality. This whole thing is such a lie. it, it, it It's an utter lie, but I, I want to hear from you guys. We have a lot of people in law enforcement, and I've been the biggest supporter of law enforcement for so many years, but I'd like to know from you guys, what is your thought on this? Why are there so few speaking out? Why is Agent Garcia the first letter of resignation I've seen like this? Okay? But the bottom line is this. Putting today's show together. Put, let's put it all together. Steve Dase put out on Twitter today. He said, here's the question on the table for the Republican Party. Do you finally hate what Democrats are determined to do to the country more than you hate your own base? And I would tweak that a little bit because I think the answer is, no, they still hate the base worse. The question is for the so-called conservative movement. Do you care about your own future more than you do about making some ephemeral talking point I mean the Republican Party is the way it is saying that's that's nothing new by the way an interesting thing it appears that the clown the Jeffrey Epstein lawyer who became a magistrate judge um, who signed this I would just tell you magistrate judges are not article three judges in other words they're not confirmed by the Senate they sign virtually every federal warrant. Just think about that. That's a reform that needs to take place with these magistrates. This entire system is broken. Um, you know, I'm just I'm just a little bit distracted here. I'm looking now. Senator Tim Scott, another man um who is being touted as a presidential candidate. We should let it play out when he was asked about the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago. Again, this is what most Republicans are. And even the few that are like feigning outrage like Kevin McCarthy, because he's just indulging conservatives more than, than uh, he, you know, he used to because he wants to make sure he becomes speaker and get praise from conservative talk radio. It's all a distraction of what really could be done. So I want to transition a little bit away from the Trump FBI raid, but it's not such a transition because it's really the same thing. The reason why I believe a lot of my colleagues are going to get the action items wrong, where we should head wrong is because they don't understand how we got here. They think the world starts and ends with Trump and with this FBI raid, but in fact, This has been going on for a long time, but certainly we should have all been aware of what we're going to talk about tomorrow, the rise of the Fourth Reich, beginning in March 2020, where our own government created and was behind the unleashing of a deadly virus, gain of function, killed so many people, blocked the treatment for it, sacked democracy, shut people down, um, I mean, denied people kidney transplants, you cannot imagine the number of people who atrophied seniors who atrophied in their homes, violated human rights by covering people's mouths and noses, denying treatment, denying access to public accommodation, and then unleashed upon them. What can only be described as a bio weapon that in America at a minimum has killed several hundred thousand people and injured millions of others. And this is just the opening, uh, act of this. We don't know the long-term damage yet. Oh, and they're coming out with new shots in a couple weeks, and I don't hear anyone saying, hey, and by the way, the shots are going to come out right around uh, um, the time of the budget bill, which would be a perfect time to have a defund fight on the FY 2023 budget bill. I'm not hearing anything on this. So everyone's like, oh my gosh, what has happened to our country? They're ridding Trump's uh, Mar-a-Lago home. I, I agree it's bad, but what has happened to our country that they literally pushed hemlock on everyone and up until and including pregnant women, it shocks the consciousness how you could have something, even if prima facie it's okay, but it's novel and it has been tested. We never, ever even allow them to take it, much less force it upon them. Yet here we have 14,000 categories worth of ailments and maladies and injuries reported to VAERS, over 1,250 studies peer reviewed on all sorts of injuries. I mean, it's it's insane the life insurance data, the health insurance data, the excess death data, and still it's being pushed on pregnant women. So, with us today to to give us a little bit of an update on the population control component of this is Dr. James Thorpe. It's been a while we've we've had him on in January. Uh, he's a board certified gynecologist on, and in obstetrics as well as maternal fetal medicine. He's at, got over forty two years of experience in the maternal fetal medicine field, uh, particularly experience in high-risk pregnancies, sees thousands of patients, does consultations on high-risk pregnancies. So I wanted to get a sense of what is the latest state, state of play with reproductive health and these shots. Dr. Thorpe, it's been way too long. Thanks for joining us again at Blaze Media.
0: Daniel, thank you so much for having me on your platform. And, and yes, Uh, In my clinical experience, and and, and I'm getting older uh, by the day, uh, actually 43 years of of high-risk obstetrical experience now, and I'm on target for seeing 8,000 high-risk pregnancy women this year. I have my fingertips on the pulse of pregnancy outcomes, I think more so than than many, many, most all others. Uh, I published extensively just this year uh, six uh, peer-reviewed articles on it. What do I see? It's devastating. Uh, those uh, women of reproductive age that are subjected to the vaccination have a massive increase in menstrual abnormalities. The lipid nanoparticles concentrate in their ovaries. Uh, they have difficult time getting pregnant when they do get pregnant. Um, what I've done is I've used Vs, and I've done, based upon my clinical suspicions and what the tragedies that I've seen, I selected, um, to use as my control group, the influenza vaccine, which has been pushed like by myself, including myself earlier in my career since 1998. So we've looked at all the VARES data and we've used influenza vaccine as the control group and as the experimental group in the same database, various database, we've used COVID-19 vaccinations. Here's what we found. We have found a massive increase in miscarriage. We have found a very significant increase in fetal chromosomal abnormalities, a significant increase in uh, malformations, fetal malformations, a significant increase in a specific type of a malformation Called a cystic hygroma, which typically will occur around 12 weeks, a significant increase in fetal cardiac arrhythmias, a significant increase in fetal cardiac malformations, a significant increase in fetal cardiac abnormalities, a significant increase in fetal cardiac arrest. Death. Whoa! Boyd! A, a, a significant...
1: Oh, okay, go on. I want to come back to that later.
0: <laughs> a, a, A significant increase in placental abnormalities causing a significant problem with the fetus growing, Uh, so very significant. A significant increase in abnormal fetal testing and surveillance, significant. A very significant increase in placental thrombosis and a significant increase in fetal death, and all of these, uh, this will soon be published uh, Epoch Times did a piece on it three weeks ago or so. It's um, been reviewed by multiple experts, including a DOD PhD statistician that said, well, Thorpe, uh, you're absolutely right, but you can even use more sophisticated testings, And your, uh, these more sophisticated testings have uh, confirmed even worse than I thought.
1: So what I'm hearing from you, when I hear the word cardiac arrest, fetal cardiac arrest, um, placental thrombosis, so right away I think of the spike protein. Does that mean that the spike is getting to the fetus?
0: I I can't speculate on that. All, all I can t- tell you, I want to be I want to be objective. I, I I'm, yes, it is, but I can't determine a cause. Um, I can't. We these are just uh, outcomes that were put in. Vares, and and I will say I uh, dr uh, there's a Albert Benavides Benavides uh, out in San Jose he's the world expert on Vs he's one of my uh, co-authors
1: now isn't it true that it's very hard to trace fetal abnormalities back to the vaccine right because you know it's kind of indirect it's not like the in- individual 3 days later gets you know has cardiac arrest um it's a it's it's later in time so the fact that you're seeing this in theirs with all the stigma against reporting with all the lag time um and how indirect it is that particularly these injuries are likely very underreported
0: You're absolutely right Daniel in fact I'll go one step further you know the medical industrial complex that are you know, by the way, making a, a new billionaire from the vaccine and the COVID pandemic every 17 hours in the United States of America, new billionaires. Pfizer, uh, 50 billion a profit, whatever uh, horrifying number that is, for killing and maiming a lot of people, uh, a genocide, really, as you described it, which w- which I think is accurate terminology. So you know, there's there's no question. And if you go to Pfizer internal documents. Uh, Pfizer, uh, don't go to Google because it'll you won't find it. But if you go to a, a pure search engine like DuckDuckGo, uh, uh, search the term Pfizer 5.3.6 postmarking and you'll come up to a website which is the publicly disclosed phmpt.org. That's the document. That's the internal document that uh, the federal, that Pfizer tried to block for 75 years. It's now open. I've been in. Rec- it's. It was given to us and opened up by the judge by a tranche on April 1st. It's Pfizer's April Fool's joke to all the people. It's killed and maimed with this vaccine, and it's still being suppressed. Nobody knows it's there. My physician colleagues, uh, you know, they don't believe theirs, you know, because they want to delegitimize theirs. There's 25 other independent sources that are actually worse than theirs. And to Albert Benavide's point, uh, theirs is purposefully, as bad as it is, theirs is purposefully having massive number of adverse outcomes deleted and using yes. a variety of illegitimate uh, tricks. Um, he has discovered and proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that there's fraud being taken place where they're throttling theirs. So if you don't believe VAERS physicians and you don't believe the 25 other sources, then here's my challenge to you, doctors. Will you believe Pfizer themselves when they tell you that it's killed in Maine? And by the way, that's on page seven of the document, 1,223 dead in the 90-day rollout. That should have prompted immediate removal of the vaccine. And if you go to page 12 on that same document, this is you look at the horrible obstetrical outcome. This is not Thorpe telling you, do not take the vaccine in pregnancy. It is contraindicated. I'm calling for a ban, a worldwide moratorium on any vaccine, alleged vaccine, experimental gene therapy in pregnancy. Do not take it. You'll kill your baby, you'll hurt yourself, you'll hurt your offspring. Do not take the vaccine. Go and look what modern, what Pfizer themselves told you. It kills pregnancy. It causes massive complications. They reported they weren't supposed to be uh, doing research on pregnant women, but they did, and on children, too. And there's 274 pregnant women on page 12. Of those, 45% of them had a vaccine-related complication. And yet, there's still, the American College of OBGYN is still pushing this vaccine in pregnancy.
1: Are you noticing anything in, I mean, I don't know how much you deal with this, but newborn babies? So let's say they are born, but is there any increase with them born with cardiac problems?
0: yes yes there's an increase in everything you could imagine there's an increase in infant mortality rate in the first year of life there's an increase in autoimmune disease severe autoimmune disease there's an increase in failure to thrive there's an increase in death there's an increase in vaids vaccine induced acquired immune deficiency syndrome those moms getting vaccinated um, have uh, in many of them, and I, and I, I want to say up front, the reaction uh, to the mother or the fetus or really to any of the adult, it, there's it's idiosyncratic, meaning it's not a one-on-one effect. Some people are devastated by it and others are not. So, uh, But clearly, the story that I'm hearing in moms and even care providers uh, that get their vaccine in pregnancy their children's immune systems are destroyed. Hopefully, it's not for life, but they don't even have a. a they can't even mount an antibody response to a standard dose of uh, childhood vaccine, and and it's it's unbelievable. It's the same story over and over and over.
1: So what what you seem to be describing is a a paradigm shift in fetal maternal medicine that you can't miss that if you're some sort of OBG that has been servicing people for the last year and a half, you're saying at this juncture, August, 2022, you cannot miss the trend. Okay. It's something that we haven't seen before. So are you he- starting to hear other OBGs, uh, grumble about this or does the silence remain?
0: Um, the silence remain. I'm, I have a lot of colleagues that are, have uh, come around But the fact of the matter is um, they'll um, they'll be attacked voraciously and they'll lose their paycheck if they come out and say anything. I mean, every physician in the United States of America is under a gag order. The American Board of OBGYN, I'm in a fight with them now. I mean, they will not debate me. They will not uh, meet with me uh, publicly or privately. They just threaten my existence and my professional credentials. Um, It's, you know, for the patients out there listening. Uh, If your doctor gave you the vaccine and pushed the vaccine and they told you uh, that uh, they gave you informed consent, they're lying. They're lying through their teeth. They're lying. And if you've had a vaccine complication, I will stand in court and I will act as your expert witness against that physician Mm. because no physician in the world can give informed, honest consent as per the Nuremberg Code. Why is that? That's because nobody in the world knows what's in the vaccine, number one. And number two, uh, Janet Woodcock and Rochelle Walensky of the CDC and the FDA directors have made it very clear. They've admitted that they're not being transparent with data. If you don't know what's in the vaccine and you don't have the data, you cannot give informed consent. Your informed consent was fake. You're lying. And you should be sued.
1: So what, what do we do to rebuild the medical profession? I mean, let's say in your specialty, like you said, from day one, it's very clear that almost wherever you work, I mean, and, and even if you're an independent physician, you have to worry about board certification. Certainly, if you work for a hospital or you know one of the big cartel uh, uh, corporate uh, medicine uh, conglomerates, you have to toe the line. How do we induce independent
0: thought in this field? Well, you can't do it. Um, you know, uh, the um, Sir Karl Popper, a famous uh, past century uh, UK, he was knighted for a brilliant researcher and philosopher. He said science advances only by refutation and falsification. I have falsified and refuted the narrative of the medical industrial complex. I've shattered it into a thousand pieces. Nobody can. Nobody will debate me. Nobody will come forward and do a public debate. Nobody, not any physician, any governing body around the entire world, they will not meet and debate me. I've invited the American Board of OBGYN to debate me publicly, preferably in the United States Senate with Ron jo- Senator Ron Johnson. Nobody will do it. And the reason why they won't do it, Daniel, is because they don't have any safety data the everything that I've told you it's out there in the open. They want to pretend the Emperor has a beautiful wardrobe on and keep collecting their paycheck from the Emperor. Don't tell the Emperor that he's a fat slob and he doesn't have any clothes on
1: wow I mean that's that's very scary that this could keep going on so so you're i mean be honest here you're you're not even seeing the damn break a little bit on this reaching critical mass just with the sudden death and so many people dying and the excess death data and everything you're saying it's still not making a difference even with pregnant women
0: um i think more i think that more uh consumers and more of my physicians are raising an eyebrow i i have some very very close friends that you know are boosted and vaxxed and and like when i present them you know they they we have a very close relationship that transcends interpretation of data. But for example, um, you know they uh, now will look at the, the data that I present them, and they're convinced. Uh, but they can't say anything; otherwise, they'll lose their paycheck.
1: That's the this is the moral hazard. I mean, there's nowhere to turn, and then and then often people have nowhere to turn. I get these heartbreaking emails all the time from people where they can't find an OBG because they'll require them to get all these shots. And you know, often they'll kick them out of their practice if they don't uh, toe the line. So that's, that's another problem that even at the consumer level, you often have nowhere to go.
0: That's right. The medical industrial complex has failed. Uh, this is called disaster capitalism. That's the name of the paper we just published last week. Let me give you a thumbnail sketch. Uh, uh, in the United States of America, uh, currently – we spend per capita per annum almost twelve thousand dollars per person and look at our health care report cards they're horrible they're on par with a third world country now let's look at india who has over four times our population you know what the average per capita uh health care expense for uh the individual in india per capita per annum sixty four dollars Hmm. compared with almost $12,000. Where do you think all that money... And they have much better outcomes than we do. They do much better than... Daniel, where do you think that massive amount of profit is going?
1: Pfizer, (laughs) all these... I mean, the middlemen, the insurance companies, the whole cartel, uh, there's no doctor-patient relationship anymore. And I think what you're getting to is true of not just your specialty, but all of them, which is... That we don't have free market healthcare, we never really did in the modern era, and it's just gotten worse and worse. And until we have medical freedom and rebuild our medical system, I, as I tell my friends, this is really the the ultimate pro life issue of our time. Um, and we're literally seeing the you know, speaking of pro life, what do you think of all these um, all these data points that are now coming out? First, to start out with the stillbirths and uh, miscarriages increasing in places like scotland iceland but now we have what appears to be at least temporarily as of now in 2022 first quarter into the second quarter in many countries a reduction in the birth rate that's beyond a normal standard deviation what do you think of that could that be connected to the shots as well
0: I think there's no doubt that it is associated with a vaccine. I mean, look at, look at, as just uh, Steve Kirsch reported, uh, you know, there's 13 young, healthy, beautiful appearing young physicians that are dead unexpectedly. That's never happened in the history of Canada or in the history of the world. Can you show me another time where there's 13 young, apparently beautiful young physicians that are drop over dead from it doesn't happen that data is not existent um and when you do questionnaire data on uh, family uh, on individuals that know somebody dead from the vaccine it's massively convincing data steve kirsch has just had all of his questionnaire data verified by national pollster experts um who i know and and so you Know this sort of observation, and by the way, that's the way Steve Kirsch was, was, um, got to know the truth. You know, he got he was vaccinated, he's got a great interview on, um, um, uh, th- that's going on, on on Rumble, and he he talks about his story about, you know, he he's a gazillionaire, he's extraordinarily successful, he's a brilliant man, he's a MIT graduate, he uh is. I, I'm not his net worth must be. I don't know. I don't think he's a billionaire, but he's got to be close to it. He developed the optical mouse. And he says, look, at, you know, my eyes were open uh, uh, 15 months ago when uh, one of my employees said, Steve, you think this shot is is safe? And he says, of course, it's safe. They've been over backwards to make it safe because <laughs> I've had three people in my family that are dead from it. And he goes, that's good. That can't be. They, that, that's impossible. No, you're mistaken. Steve, they're dead. Is it safe? And that started him questioning. He's a true scientist. He's he deserves an academic crown for his intellectual integrity, his moral integrity that that crosses all lines of of political spectrum. No, it really does.
1: And, 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 And he was more of a traditional liberal and And his eyes were opened up based on what's going on. And here I have colleagues that are traditional conservatives, and they just can't get off their old paradigm. It's not right or left anymore. It's a corrupt system that needs to be burned to the ground, and we need to start over or go somewhere else and start. It. But um, we don't have health care in America. I mean, that's what is so scary. No. From what you're describing, uh, we got to run. But where could people find your work when you come out with more of your papers? That and I know you're coming out with one paper soon. Where could they find you?
0: Um, the best place to find me is my Getter account. I've been removed from every other platform. <laughs> I have a Getter account and I have a um, Telegram account, and I post all of my current research is in there and also all of the relevant publications from around the world and the relevant news stories concerning the fraudulent medical uh, industrial complex and the adverse outcomes. My It's James A. Thorpe, M.D., James, J-A-M-E-S-A-T-H-O-R-P, M.D.
1: Perfect. And Get James it. Thorpe, MD, M.D., on Telegram as well. I'm certainly following you, and I encourage everyone to do as well. Uh, I really appreciate your courage. You know, you could have easily just skated by like everyone else retired, you know, with uh, good standing from the cartel, but uh, your conscience didn't allow you to do it. But there's too few people um, that are willing to speak truth to power. Keep keep up the good work, all right?
0: And Daniel, thank you so much for having me on your platform. And I, 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 I'd be remiss if I didn't thank you for the incredible job you do in giving truth to the people of our country. Thank you, sir.
1: Take care, God bless. So again that was Dr. James Thorpe, um 43 years in in the profession fetal maternal medicine. Why are it's it's always like there's one or two of these guys in each specialty and that's it. We can't get anyone else to speak out. It's it's truly disgusting. But you know, after listening to this, I mean, dude when he was rattling off All of the things he's seeing, all of the fetal anomalies, placental disorders, and malformations, and then how he's verifying what he's seeing clinically in theirs. I mean, theirs always seems to be a good reflection of what you see in reality. And everyone's like, man, Daniel, do you think our government might be corrupt? Uh, Maybe we have to hold some hearings. Like, Dude, this is the rise of the Fourth Reich, period. What are we going to do about it? Well, first, you have to recognize what it is and the severity of what it is. Again, today's the anniversary of the atom bomb being dropped in Nagasaki, which we certainly all support and it was needed. It killed, I don't know, you know, between Hiroshima and Nagasaki, like 200,000 people or so. I will tell you, these shots just in America alone have killed more than that. Um, then you have, again, let's not forget COVID, the million, a million people dead. We become desensitized to that that's not natural. That was created by our government. How could we just walk away from this? Both for what it represented and what it represents headed forward in terms of what they are willing to do to achieve certain outcomes. Our own government is a greater threat to us than anything foreign. And I challenge you... To to find otherwise, and by the way, just one thing, quick, uh, before we sew up here, he he was talking about these cardiac and hematological disorders he's seeing in fetuses, and what I find fascinating is all over now. There's like I I don't have it in front of me. There's this News seven clip from Australia where they're basically going to distribute thousands of defibrillators, defibrillators. Um to Australian homes with the hopes that uh, people could you know, save themselves from sudden death it's amazing how they'll recognize the issue but they'll talk around it um, the NHS in uh, UK is sending police out to heart attack calls due to paramedic, paramedic shortages it's an article in the UK Daily Mail then you have this is AP News it's unbelievable unbelievable here from yesterday yeah yesterday ap Pfizer buying spree continues with 5.4 billion hematology deal Pfizer will spend about 5.4 billion to buy global blood therapeutics as the pharmaceutical giant continues to invest some of the cash influx reaped during the covid-19 pandemic it's like there's no embarrassment here Pfizer said monday that the acquisition will boost its works in rare rare hematology Gee, Rare Hematology, Global Therapeutics, which was founded in 2011, makes Oxybruda tablets for uh, treating sickle cell disease. Pfizer has been flush with cash since its COVID-19 vaccine. Comirnaty and its treatment, Paxlovid, have hit the market, starting with the vaccine in late 2020. The drug maker has now announced deals valued at a total of nearly $19 billion. And yet, in every budget bill, the Republicans continue to fund... Like, could you imagine if Joseph Mangala had the staff, the money the government funding and the technology of Pfizer. That's what, that's what we're living in. But it's funny how they keep investing in these hematological and cardiac stuff, you know, go figure. But anyway, we're, we're about out of time tomorrow. We are making our announcement, Steve days and myself about our joint project. Um, So tune in to Glenn Beck's show at 10 a.m. Eastern. Steve will be on the first hour. I'll be on the second hour right before I do my show. Um, we we cannot allow the last two and a half years to be forgotten. We must find a way to grab people's attention. That's what we're going to do. And again, it speaks to the FBI raids as well. It's not just about medical freedom. That demonstrates if they can destroy your body and kill you to achieve their goals, there's nothing they cannot do. This is not just economy, inflation, taxes, and you know, abortion or whatever they want to talk about. Um, and vote Republican and hold some hearings. No, we need national divorce. We need interposition. We need to treat this federal government like the criminal entity that it truly is. Till tomorrow, God bless y'all, and thank you for listening.